My life is not my, it's a choice that we had to make to give our life to Christ, amen, because we could have chose to do something else, amen. And let me just say, one of the most important things in this life, God has given to man, he has set before man, he has presented unto man, and that is choice, amen. We have a choice to choose whom we serve, amen. In life, we have a choice to choose. That word means to select or prefer one thing over another. Amen. Now, in Deuteronomy 30, 19, I'm just going to read this real quick, and then I want you to be seated. It says, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessings and cursings. Therefore, choose life. God has already given you the answer. Choose life. Amen that both thou and thy seed may live. Amen? You may be seated. Amen? You may be seated. God has said it before us, saints. He has already said it before us, and he's given us the answer. Amen? Choose life. Amen? Now, who is going to, what man is going to choose death? Amen? But understand this, there's many out there that have chosen that. Amen? So, I'm going to read this, and I got a lot of reading, saints. So that's why I told you to sit down because it's going to be a minute, amen. But 1 Kings 18, 21 through 40, amen, and I'm going to read this out. And the reason that I'm reading all of this is because all this is relevant to what Father God is trying to say to each and every one of us today. And with this word that's said today, I want you to share this word, amen. This word is just not for you, but it's for you to take it to someone else. Because there's many out there in the world that are in need of hearing what God is saying. And you are the only one that they see that can bring that word to them. Amen. And 21, it says, and Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long has ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him not a word. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I alone, remain a prophet of the Lord, but Baal prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under it. And I will dress the other bullock and lay it on the wood and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your gods, and I will call on the name of the Lord, the God that answered by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. Amen. And Elijah said unto the prophet of Baal, choose you one bullock for yourselves and dress it first. For ye are many and call on the name of your God, but put no fire under. And they took the bullock which was given them and they dressed it and called on the name of Baal. From morning until eve, until noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, nor any answer, and they leapt upon the altar which was made. And it came to pass as noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is talking, or he is pursuing, or he is a journey. Or pre-adventure uh, pre he sleepeth and must be awake. And they cried aloud and cut themselves after the manner with the knives and lancers 
till the blood gushed out of them. And it came to pass when midday was passed as they prophesied of the time of the offering and evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any answer nor any that regarded. Amen. And Elijah said unto all, said unto all the people come near unto me and all the people came near unto him and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down and Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of tribes of the son of Jacob unto whom the word of the Lord came saying Israel shall be thy name and with all the stone and with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord and he made a trench about the altar as great as would contain two measures of seed. Now, I want you to listen to these last few scriptures, amen. And he put the wood in order and cut the bullock in pieces, and he laid on the wood and said, fill four barrels of water and pour it onto the burnt sacrifice and onto the wood. And he said, do it a second time, and they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time, and they did it a third time. And the water ran around about the altar, and he filled the trench also with water. So you know how much water that was, because the prophets of Baal didn't do any of that. They just set it upon the altar and was just screaming and hollering, hoping that Baal would answer them and send, fi send down fire. It says, and it came to pass at the time the offering, the evening sacrifice, that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thine servant and that I have done all these things in thy name, in thine word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood, and the stones, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. Nobody but you, amen. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and said, The Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God. And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook of Kishon, and slew them there. Amen. Now, Saint, this morning's message, a choice has to be made. Amen. A choice has to be made. Amen. These are the people who wouldn't make a choice. Making a choice now. A choice needs to be made now. Amen. Because we see everything that's going on, Brother Jerry. We see everything going on around us. A choice needs to be made now because no one is promised tomorrow. Amen. Everything in life is a choice. Some are good and some are bad. And we've made some choices in our life that we're not, you know, pleased with, happy about. Amen. But here, Elijah said to the people, how long will you falter between two opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. This was a logical answer or a logical question. The people of Israel were in a spiritual lukewarm condition. Amen. And we know Revelation 3, 15 and 16 tells us this. It says, I know thine works. There's nothing you can hide from God. I know thine works. Neither You are neither cold nor hot. I would work that you were cold or hot. Amen. You are neither cold or hot. Amen. But 
Some don't even know where they stand. In this world, there's a lot that don't know where they stand, amen. A lot of people don't know where they stand. Here one minute and gone the next, amen. But 16 says, it says this. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I spew thee out of my mouth. God doesn't want to have nothing to do with you, amen. He doesn't want to have nothing to do with you. The Bible tells us a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, amen. Because you can't make a decision and you cannot choose what is before you, amen. God is not pleased lukewarm Christians have one foot in the world and one in the church, amen. And sometimes you see people, I hate to say it, but sometimes you see people doing things and you question, what's going on, bro? What's going on? Why are you here? Amen. I heard these things. Amen. But listen, when I said Christians have one foot in the world and another one in the church, look, this ain't the time for hokey pokey. Amen. You put your left foot in, you take your left foot out. You know, it, this is not the time for that. Amen. And God is not for games at all. Amen. And this is not the time for us to play games. Amen. It says, choice has to be made amen a choice has to be made amen joshua 24 15 tells us this it says and if it seems evil unto you to serve the lord choose you this day whom you will serve whether it's the god which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the amorites in whom land ye dwell but as for me in my house as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Brother Jerry, that means that if you in this house, when we leave Sunday, we all leave in Sunday. Amen? Hey, there, look, look, what is that saying? No man left behind? No man or woman left behind in the house. If I could, I'd bring the cat. Amen? But Joshua was firm and secure in his choice of who he served. Amen? And we have to be the same way, saints, firm and secure in who we serve and know who we serve. Amen. Joshua just gave this strong exhortation to serve the Lord, but some among them did not want to serve the Lord. Amen. It's going to be many times where you're going to witness to people, you're going to talk to people, and they don't want to hear what you got to say. Amen. But you can't push and you can't force. All you can do is plant that seed and hope it brings, you know, hope it uh, becomes something. Amen. If they chose not to serve the Lord, they were then responsible to choose which guy they will serve. Amen. And see, saints, when it says choose ye this day whom you will serve. And some say, I'm not I'm not serving God. I'm not serving God. But see, people have to understand this. You will serve a guy. Amen. You will definitely serve somebody. If it's your house, your car, your boss, whatever, you are going to put something on a pedestal, and you're going to look to that, amen? But there is only one true God, and we know this. We know there is only one true God, amen? But let's get back to uh, 1 Kings 18 here. The people wanted to give devotions to both God and Baal, but Father God was not interested and divided devotion, amen, because it says in the Bible that God will share his glory with no one, no one. God was the only one that was there, 
when everything was created. God was the only one that brought things forth. So why would I share my glory when you've done no work? Here Elijah was talking about people who couldn't choose. Saints, again, this is not that time, amen. But man needs to see to believe, amen. I can tell you all day, but eventually you're going to ask me, show me. I want to see this. I want to see that, amen. But understand, the truth will shut people down when they do see the truth, amen. When you call on the wrong one, there will be no answer, amen. Listen, when you call on the wrong one, there will be no answer. The prophets of Baal called and called and cried. No answer was given from morning to noon. Now, you would think you get to a point where you're like, well, ain't nothing happening, y'all. We sitting out here looking like a bunch of fools. It's 450 of us and him. Then they pleaded, Lord, hear us, hear us, amen? Now, at this time, Elijah is even mocking them, saying, hey, he may be asleep. He may not even be here. But see, let me ask you this. As my wife was saying, has there ever been a time where you call on God and he didn't answer? Amen? Because he's right here. He's right here. He's right here. Amen? It says maybe he is talking or he's pursuing. He is on a journey. He sleepeth. And must be awakened. We serve a God that doesn't sleep. Amen. We serve a God that's always awake. Amen. Now, when the pleading stopped, the cutting started. Amen. Because, see, these are demonic things that Baal, the uh, prophets of Baal were doing. Amen. When you start cutting yourself because your God is not answering you, there's a problem. Amen. <laughs> If I've called you and you have not answered, the last thing I'm going to do is start cutting myself. Because if you hadn't answered in the first place, what is this going to do? Amen? But still nothing. Amen? Now, Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near. Because the thing is this. When Elijah said, come near, when I tell y'all to come near, I want y'all to see what's about to happen. I want you to step forward because I want you to see what's about. To, I want you to see what God is about to do. Amen. Elijah took the 12 stones. He built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made a trench around the altar as great as wood contained two measures of seed. He laid the bullock on the on the wood and said, fill four barrels of water. Now, when you read this story. The prophets of Baal didn't do any of that. They built an altar and laid the bullock on it. That was it. But Elijah wanted to show just how powerful God is. Amen. And he just wanted to show, I'm going to look. I don't want y'all to. There will be no doubt after you see this. Amen. I'm going to build a trench around here. I'm going to fill it with water. We're going to pour more water on it. The sacrifice is going to be saturated with water. Amen. What man tries to light a fire. What man tries to light a fire after something like that? And L, you can tell them this. If you turn on your grill and put charcoal and no gas and you just soak it in water, what do you think's going to happen? Nothing. It don't matter how much fire you throw on it. Nothing's going to happen. But see, this was the whole point. They took that sacrifice. 
they filled the trench around it. They threw up four barrels of water on it. Amen. And I know the people were thinking there is no way possible this is going to happen. But see, with God, all things are possible. Amen. All things are possible. And, and, and it says this. He said, do it a second time. And they did it a second time. And he said, do it a third time. And they did it a third time. And the water ran around about the altar and filled the trench also with water. And it came to pass at that time the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophets came near and said, Lord God, here it is, saints, of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. Let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am. See, Elijah had to, he wanted to recognize who God was, amen. But he also wanted them to recognize who he was. He wasn't saying that this is in my power, amen. He said, I am thine servant, and that I have done all these things in thine word. And he said, hear me, O Lord, hear me, that these people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell. Listen, it said, and it consumed the burnt offering and the wood. See, when God does it, he don't play and he don't halfway do it, amen. It consumed the sacrifice, the wood, and the stones. That's how hot it was. It consumed the stones and the dust and licked up all the water that was in the trench, amen. Now, after this, the choice was made easy for the saints, amen. When you see something like that happen, it's easy for you to make your choice, isn't it? There is no question when God does something, he goes above and beyond. Amen? There is no question about it. Now, after seeing this, the people fell down on their faces and declared, the Lord, he is God. Now, what would you do? Would you still question after seeing something like that? Absolutely not. Amen? This was yet another uh, indictment on the people's wavering faith they needed evidence of God's power before they believed, amen? Now, I can say that I have not, I haven't seen any of this, but I believe. And some of the miracles that I have heard about, I didn't see those things, but I believe, amen? So I didn't have to see those things to believe those things. But these people here had to see to believe, amen? And in many cases, people have to see it. You can tell me about it all you want, but unless I see it, I'm not going to believe it. Amen? And that's like some people today need to see to believe. We are seeing things that were foretold thousands of years ago. And what do you think is happening now? We were told we were going, what was going to happen, and look at what's going on now. Amen? Famine, pestilence, you know, hurricanes, tornadoes. All this stuff going on in diverse places. So again, saints, the stuff that you see now, think it not strange, amen? Because it has already been talked about, and we have already been warned. So don't be shocked by some of the things that you see. <laughs> again, it's getting to the point when I see things on the news, I'm like, well, you see it was going to happen, and look at what's going on now. I know the Bible tells us that uh, it tells us that God will not destroy the earth again by flood. Amen. 
But you look at what happened in Kentucky. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm just saying look at the things that are going on. You look at the heat in the West Coast. Look at the things that continuously go on throughout the day. It's like the news is re being repeated every day. It's the same thing being repeated over and over again. Amen? We were told we were going to this was going to happen, and look, there's no difference now. People are seeing things of the Bible unfolding before their eyes. Amen? Now, you would think with people seeing some of the things that the Bible has already foretold, and you seeing these things happening, what do you think people should be doing? People should be running in here. Amen. See, the only time people run is when they're involved in something. When 9-11 happened, everybody was running in the church then. And it was nothing about, oh, you can say Jesus on TV if you want. Go ahead, say his name. Pray. You can do all that right now. Just, just go ahead and do it. But when things calmed down and things got back to some kind of normality, what happened? Okay, close the doors. People ain't got to go back in. Kick Jesus back out. I've heard so many people say this. Why is the world the way it is? Why are households, why are schools, and why some of the churches are the way that they are right now? It's because the one that created is the one that you kicked out. And that's the problem. We have gotten away from how this, this country was founded to it's just found. Amen? It's just found. Whatever it is, whatever it is. There, there was a song out, whatever shall be, shall be. That's exactly what's going on right now. Whatever shall be, shall be. If it's going to be that way, let it be that way. Everything is being accepted now. Amen. God has called us to be the people he created us to be and to do the things he designed for us to do, saints. When we call on God prayfully, he opens up his resources and his wisdom and understanding to us so we can make the best choice every time. Amen. When you call on God before you make a decision, what do you think is going to happen? The right decision is going to be made. But many times we want to stick our hand in there and I'm going to make this decision and this and that. Did you pray about the decisions you made? Jeremiah 33 and 3 tells us this. Jeremiah 33, 3 says this. It says, call unto me and I will answer thee. He's not lying about that. Man will call on me at 3 o'clock in the morning and see what's going to happen. Call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knoweth not. Amen. We can't do this by ourselves, saints. Our, on this spiritual journey, you and I will learn new things about ourselves and about our relationship with God. Again, I know my son is not here, but he's been telling me this. He said when he gets up in the morning, he prays about his day. But he also tells me that he's starting to see things as Father revealing things to him. So how does that make a parent feel? Amen? How does that make a parent feel knowing that your child is doing what needs to be done? It just goes to show you that the things that you train your child up in the household when they do leave, if they ever leave, 
how does that make you feel knowing that they were listening? They were taking it in. They were understanding. Amen? I don't understand still to this day how a child can read a book, be on the phone, look at TV, and listen to music. I still don't understand that. But then when you yell something in the room for something for them to do or something, hey, you got to do, okay. You couldn't have remembered all that stuff that I said unto you. But then when they bring it back to you, amen, it's the same thing, amen. Father God is speaking to us, but it's so much stuff going on around us. Are we actually hearing what Father God is saying unto us, amen? For the Lord God we serve is a faithful God, amen? He called us. He also will bring it to pass for whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved, amen? The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth, amen? In truth. Those before us called, amen? In Joshua 24, 17, it tells us this. Joshua 24, 17. It says, for the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage and which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the ways wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed, amen? See, some people had an actual chance to see some of the things being performed right before them, amen? How would you handle it if you actually saw that? How would you handle it if you actually saw someone being delivered? And I mean demonically possessed. Or if you saw something out here in the skies happening, how would you handle that? Amen? That song that says, when I stand before you, Jesus, what, what, when I, what would you say if you stood before Jesus right now? What would you say? It says, I can only imagine. I don't know what I would do, amen? I don't know what I would do, amen? But it says, tell the ones who don't know, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near, amen? Tell the ones who don't know, seek the Lord. I don't want y'all to just get this here and hold on to it, amen? It's people out there that need to hear this. And the point made is this. We don't just come here to receive. We come here to receive and to give, amen? We come to receive and share with those that are too ashamed to come in, too afraid to come in, to share with them, amen? After all this happened, it says, Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. Why is this? Because the same lies that they were telling the people are the same lies they're going to go out and tell more people. Amen. 
But he said, take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape, and take them. And Elijah brought them down to the uh, brook of Kishon and slew them there. Amen. Now, false prophets spread false teachings. While claiming to speak the word of God, false prophets also speak on behalf of false gods. Amen. Functioning in their prophetic role for the purpose of deception. Some people are here just to deceive you. Amen. That's it. Just to deceive you. The Bible denounces false prophecy for leading people astray. Amen. But yet this is happening today because people have not made a choice. People have not made a choice. Amen. Second Peter 2 1 tells us this. It says, but there were false prophets among also among the people, even as there shall be false teachings among you. Who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them and bring them unto themselves swift destruction. Amen. We can cry out to the Lord when we're spiritually hungry or thirsty or when we need his care. We can call on him in every kind of situation we find ourselves in. Amen. This shows how prevalent the practice of calling on the Lord was among the believers. That is prevalent today, saints, that we have to call on the Lord in every situation we go through. Amen. The holiness of God separates him from sinful man. See, when you call on God, there will be an answer. But when you call on man, there shall be no answer. Amen. I want to close with this. Amen. I want to close with Job 5, 8 through 9. Amen. Job 5, 8 and 9. Amen. And it says, I will seek unto God, and unto God will I commit my cause, which thou doest great things and unsearchable marvelous things without number. Amen. Now, the NIV reads it this way. It says, but if I were you, I would appeal to God, and I will lay my cause before him. He performs wonders that cannot be fathomed, miracles that cannot be counted. Amen. And you know what, saints? God is still in the miracle business. Amen. And as they said earlier, <laughs> that that will never go out of business. And God will never go out of business. Amen. Never go out of business. And you can always call on him. Amen. And that's the blessing about it, saints, that no matter what, we have access. Because of the Son, amen, he has given us complete and total access to the Father, amen. That in any and every situation, anything we go through or dealing with right now, God is able to answer and God is able to give us what we need to overcome the things that we face, amen. With that being said, I turn it back over to our pastor, amen.